All right, we are live on the air. Hello, hello. What's up? I'm uh, Brian. I'm Mr. Nick. I'm Todd. Hey. All right. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> we did it's just gonna have be a, interesting. We had a good episode last week with your buddy Luke. Oh yeah, yeah that man. was great. That, that uh, was really cool. What cool a good guy. guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Thanks a lot. for bringing him. You'll have to have him back. Thanks for having him. We on. need. We have a lot of of uh, things that were up in the air for him. We need to find out how how everything worked out. For yeah, him. I just want to know he's not alone. You yeah. know, like the struggle is real and it is all over the place. And bring him in a community of guys that know and have gone down that path and continue to fight the good fight. You know, so it's good mm-hmm. to have good to have him out here. Know, you know, bring him out of isolation. You know that you know. He's just like us. Yep. Yep. 100%. Some good, good hazing that went on in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Good I, love. I, a, lot, a lot came out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even, I can't even say anything right now. <laughs> I, I can't repeat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, so man. we were talking about COVID yes. earlier. Yeah. There was some good mass talk and, man, we were talking about nanoparticles and oh yeah i was just basically saying that you know um we hear these experts you know tell us about you know germ theory and other things and and uh, it's just so funny because we know and the experts know and they'll admit very very little um when it comes down to um, physics happening happening at a nanoparticle level. Boy, this beer is really hitting me already. Um, oh boy! But we, we don't know crap. We don't know crap about the nanoparticle level when physics just go out the window. Gravity doesn't uh, handle the same. There's just we just don't know a lot, and, uh, and, that, and that's. Well, I think we got We have to start looking at the the controllers that are putting out the narrative the ones that we would call experts in in white lab coats we have to start questioning all right what's your what's your agenda before i can even listen to the latest propaganda i need to know if you really have a heart for humanity and for helping people or if you're just if you're just steering us in the direction hurting us like cattle you know uh into slaughter you know and and i think that we can if we really are honest what we would agree with is that um these people had no interest no interest in keeping us safe they were they were they like, were propagandizing oh, man it, brainwashing it, 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 yep. yeah they're either uh, complicit with a lie or at best they're stupid right like stupid or liar I, it's uh it's just the problem is we the, and I, I wanted this. We can't we don't have the, the microscopes and the technology and the uh, the edu- I'll just say it, we don't have the education to actually run a, a test. So what we what we end up doing is searching out doctors that we feel like have some integrity and some knowledge and are whistleblowing and what we can find out is oh wow they they've got this on film what happens when this vaccine is exposed to radiation from a cell phone what is it doing we see all these things and of course you're not getting that on mainstream tv and when you start talking to people about it they look at you like you're just a you're a moron if you get it on mainstream it takes forever for the truth to finally come out i mean look at like uh all the on records from, you know, Anthony <laughs> you know, on on masking and then not masking and then masking again. And that vaccine's going to, you know, um, keep you from getting COVID. And then, you know, and that, I mean, you're talking about from the White House, this guy's giving this information But, but you out. have to understand that this, this up and down that they hold you in, oh, take it back. You guys can can open back up. No, we're closing down. Oh, we're double masking now. Triple masking. Oh, Okay. You know, yeah. all of this is has got a psychological effect. And I'm not saying that I know exactly, you know, what their end game is, but I guarantee you it's not it's not for our good. And uh, I mean, it, all I'm saying is like uh, 
we have it on record now, right? So now we know oh. they didn't know. They didn't know then, and they sold Ooh. they sold you a false bill of goods. They sold you that this vaccine was going to prevent COVID and that it was going to stop the spread, and they had this whole narrative. And then now here we are, and uh, guess what? Vaccinated people will still get it, and they still mm. spread it. And, um, you know, now... They do? Well, yeah. And then uh, 60 Minutes was it this Sunday. Uh, uh, basically, Biden says it's the end of pandemic. And what changed? That's yeah. what I got to ask. What changed? Uh, they you know? they had their agenda. Uh, something that you're reminding me that was said early, early on. I won't say by who, but this person said, we don't know what we don't know. Mm. We don't know what we don't know. So mm. because of that, we're going to buy into all the bull and do a bunch of stuff and not critically think. We're just going to put coins in Taco Bell cups and watch the guy take and I'm going to tell you it makes sense, even though it doesn't. What? But... And I, I thought about that forever. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about this the other day, though. We don't know what we don't know. <laughs> to that pastor. That's true. It only took me two years to say it. But we do know what we do know. Right. We don't know what we don't know. Okay, if you want to say that. But we do, pastor, know what we do know. We should know. Which is, I mean, where I w- was going with this fear. If If God says to not live in fear, we do know that. So do that. How many, I got a question. How many times did, did we hear from the pulpit? If Bill Gates is the antichrist, what can we do to help him? Because, uh, I want, I want out of here guys. Right. Yeah. It's complacency. It's, uh, I'm sure I, I, that was tongue in cheek, but he said it three times. Like, okay, yeah. he probably stepped over the line. Maybe you shouldn't say that again. No, two, three. Uh, it, 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 just, it becomes. It becomes now. Okay, now you're mocking anybody who questions the narrative. Yeah, and or you took it as a mocking. What did you take it like? Uh, like he's given up. Like he's like, screw oh. it, just kill me now. Just kill me now. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Uh, let's just help it along. Let's help the Antichrist along because I am too weak. I'm too tired as a leader to <clears throat> to actually do the hard part, which is to stand up against this. Just put me out of my misery. Let's just help him. That's how I interpreted it. Hmm. Could have been off. I, I mean, I would rather hope that, actually. In either one are disappointing, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that I'm just like this mega warrior and uh, I have delusions of grandeur of, of you know, fighting hell with the squirt gun and and all this stuff right <laughs> but but you know what oh man i i'm i'm a, i'm gonna fight you well, know i'm gonna fight against every evil that i become aware of and um even if it takes me out i am not going to fall in line with that with that sort of thing so i'm just i don't know i guess i i've i have been looking for a bit of a a leader that, you know, that I can get behind. And I think what, you know, like we were taught, we've talked ad nauseum about this. Um, That's, that's the flaw. You know, we got to stop trying to follow somebody and just trust God and fight the good fight. Even if you're alone and I'm not alone. I have my wife and I have my brothers here. So, but, uh, well, you know, Christ isn't coming back to uh, uh, yeah. a redeemed world, right? You know, it's it's going to get worse. We know this, right? He's coming back and, you know, things are going to be uh, pretty jacked up. And we're on great course for that. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys want me to play this clip? Let's do it. Okay, so this yeah. is... Uh, you didn't tell us what it is, so I we're, ex- we're excited to hear. So it's about five minutes long, and I think it's worth it. For this the is listeners. Adam Carolla? This is Adam Carolla. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this is... What you guys are going to hear is a clip from another podcast. Um, he's talking about COVID. He does a lot. And uh, him and Drew, there's this... It's not a meme, it's a parody. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, you've, you've probably seen this too. But Hitler is going off on his henchmen or whatever. There's a bunch of people in a room, and he's going off. Uh, in German, he's just, uh, we don't know exactly what he was mad about. It's from a clip. And 
all these people make parodies. Oh, it's of a it. real clip. Of... It's a real movie. It's not actually Hitler. Oh, okay, gotcha. Nine, 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 nine. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on. But they play subtitles in there, and that's the the joke. Is like, let's see who can make the funniest parody of this, right? So what you'll listen to is Adam and Drew describe this, and Doctor Drew is going to do the subtitles and read them, and then Adam's going to kind of describe what's happening in the room. Okay. So hopefully the sound quality is good. Uh, read you the subtitles adam maybe you do a little bit of the uh, play-by-play of what we're watching and i'll do read the subtitles how about that all right all right and the setup is la county public health department august 2022 we're in the bunker sea lions bats a few dogs maybe a hamster if we get some positive cases Maybe we call for masks again or mandates. Is this up to The cases are falling without any of our measures. That's Hitler. This is not the Dr. Dr. Ferrer. The data. The data suggests nothing we've done made a difference. We have the same age-adjusted COVID death as Florida. <laughs> Hitler's thinking. He seems upset. He's shaking. And mind you, Hitler is Dr. Ferrer. I'll do the commentary. Okay. That's all right. Everyone get out except Gavin Newsom, Sheila Kuehl, Cecily Martin Cruz, Meyer Cruz. So I'm not sending the henchmen out, just leaving. Sheila Kuehl and Newsom. The council <laughs> behind in the governor. And they're all going to wait in the hall and listen. Hitler now. Where is our $5 billion budget going? Testing rabbits and skunks? We were the model for the country. We shut down harder than anybody. We filled in skate parks and arrested paddleboarders. We closed beaches during the summer. We shut down schools and businesses. Do you know how hard it is to shut down Disneyland? They got Galaxy Edge now. The vaccines wane after months. We didn't know they would do that. But what about the mask? You told me cloth mask stops virus. Barbara, the CDC told us it worked. I was wearing gloves and washing Fruit Loops. Like an idiot. My R. Cruz, you said there's no such thing as learning loss. So we shut down schools. Now 50,000 kids don't show up. Schools were open safely all over the world for months and months, but we were closed for nothing. And then the Rams make the Super Bowl, and I can't even enjoy the game because that idiot Garcetti says he held his breath. So now I can't go to the game and take off my mask and have a beer without being called a hypocrite. Matthew Stafford was such a good pickup. (laughs) It's been over two years now trying to terrify Los Angelinos. So they will listen. Now you are telling me that focused protection of the most at risk would have been a better result? Why can't people just trust us? We are public health authorities. We should have turned Twitter comments off months ago. They think mandates are bad. You should see what they do in China. Now that's a lockdown. (laughs) In California, no one will get in trouble. Mothers comforting each other. Dr. Fauci will protect me. (laughs) I've done everything he's asked. I brought his bobblehead. The pandemic is over. Worried soldiers. Drop all the restrictions and allow the citizens to decide their own risk tolerance. Let's see how they do it without me. Maybe monkeypox will be a thing. (laughs) All right. That's the clip. It just got to me. That was a good one. Uh, That's comedic. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard I've heard Marburg and and Ebola is they're trying to ramp up things for that. I don't know. I mean, I think there's there. It's surprising to say to hear that they've ended the pandemic. I'm not exactly sure why. It's almost like, hmm, what what are they? Uh, what are they planning? What do they know? Are they are that is their power is their reign of power over? Is their last ditch effort to preserve the power they have actually over? I just you know I like uh Ron DeSantis where he just was like uh bucking the system, right? Um when lockdowns were taking place and he's like, Nah, we're not gonna do that over here. And then yeah. uh just you know he's putting out his uh data on how many uh how many people are catching covid and hospitalizations and all that and um it's it's better than new york it's better than other locations that are locked down completely and it's like they had to be so pissed yeah it's it's all crazy man there's a so dr drew talks a lot about this about what's going on with covid and the vaccine so myocarditis Mm -hmm. you are four or five times more likely to get that and have that which is a heart issue right where you basically get killed instantly if you're under 40 and you get the vaccine you're four or five times more likely to have that versus dying of covid yeah and and i'll be honest like i know this is this is i don't know if i've ever told you guys but um I, I went to get uh, a tetanus shot because I was having issues with my jaw locking up. And uh, so they give me the shot and they're like... Worried about lockjaw? Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I might be getting tetanus. And he's like, well, you don't have tetanus, but you need to have a tetanus shot. And I'm like, okay. And they swear that was about a year and a half ago. And I've been jacked up ever since. Wow. And then I'm like, I called back like a year later. I'm like, hey... What did you what did you give me? And they they gave me a slew of garbage mm. along with the tetanus. Whoa. I had no idea. Wow. And I can't sleep the same. I can't sleep on my side. I, I've had to change everything. And so to be honest, that's why I've been on a bit of a detox kick because um I'm not so sure that they're not putting the same things in all vaccines i found out it was like the d tap or yeah something like that so little known fact about uh gingivitis oh what was it no tetanus um gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, it's actually the rust isn't the issue um it's actually a bacteria that likes the rust mm-hmm. that uh is hmm. what gets you on tetanus so um it's not really a, as common in the west coast right dude i totally freaking blew it man i don't know what i had but i couldn't open my mouth all the way my jaw was sore and i i mean look at my hands right now like at any given time I'm cutting my yeah, hands. You got cuts all over your hands. All over. <laughs> Scabs all over. That's normal. Like my hat. Um, it pretty much defines me. I blue collar uh, working man right there. Yeah, I mean I some hands I cut you don't myself, want to get hit with. Uh what's that? <laughs> those are some hands you don't want to get know hit with. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> That's true. But but uh I I regret it. Like I and I'm and I'm wondering if it doesn't have some of the same things because I've kind of experience some of the same side effects i don't know if you remember i i I mean we were kind of we weren't doing this podcast at the time and but man i you know i went to the hospital you know is this uh, about your erectile dysfunction yeah you know (laughs) this is when you were doing you were transitioning (laughs) yeah i was trying that's right (laughs) right. oh that was yeah yeah the spring i remember that i can't even go there (laughs) walking around with a bag of peas (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man i i (laughs) i i even went to the hospital er room um because i felt like I felt like I was, uh, something was happening. And anyway, when was this? This yeah. is like a while ago. It's when you called Chris for your breathing. That's right. Yeah. I thought I had a collapsed lung or something. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so I've been on a detox kick trying to find out. So in the process, I found this MMS stuff. If you guys don't know what MMS is, you guys are going to need to research it because when it comes to Marburg or Ebola or COVID or viruses or pathogens or parasites or toxins, whatever it is, it will kill it. Uh, it's I not, know, I don't know if I'm completely on board with this, but it, it, it's not, it's not the best tasting stuff. But I'm telling you, it works, it works, it works, it works, it works. Can a I thousand use some of that like cold, cold stone uh, Kramer on it and make no, it dude, taste better? No, you got to drink it. You got to pretty yeah. much, you can drink it with some some specific like juices that don't have vitamin C or antioxidants in them. But regardless, MMS, bit shoot, okay. rumble. Don't go to YouTube. Where do I get it? <sighs> You Is can, it underground stuff? It's not <laughs> underground. You can get it pre-made. You'll pay a small fortune or you can do your research completely. Spend 40 hours of research. 40 hours? Yeah. Goodness It's gracious. your health. It's your health. If you have cancer, uh, if you have cancer or, have nor, cancer or, or no, <laughs> if you know somebody with cancer, if you, if you, uh, if I say all this because Marburg Ebola, they say it's, it's, that's like the next thing that they're going to be promoting, right? Oh. Um, no, say what? Say it again? Marburg or Ebola. Is the next pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, heard, that's what that's what's been projected, okay. right? By the powers that be, whatever. I don't yeah, I don't yeah. buy any of it. And plus, I have like a lifetime supply of MMS at my house, and it will kill any of that. You make any. it? You make it? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Sodium chloride at a certain percentage mixed with... Uh, crud. What is it? Um, um, HCl at a certain percentage. What the heck is HCl? That sounds like hydrochloric the... acid. Oh, okay. it's your stomach acid. I was thinking of that stuff that is supposed to kill stains. Uh, there was an infomercial for it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was might like be. A- ACL or something. No, like no, that. no, no, no. Uh, okay. Now, anyway, HCL. it's 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 like I can understand it. Like if you do your research, there's enough out there. Okay. Um, MMS. MMS. Yeah. Okay. And um, I've also been researching a lot of heavy metal detoxing. If you've gotten the vaccine and you are having side effects, you need to you need to look into MMS first. That's that's the first thing you need to do. Second, you need to look into this Clinipro. Um, It's a hydrolyzed zeolite. So. You are not messing around. um, You just pulled it out of your pocket right now. Uh, That's the first and only free plug. Yeah, yeah, I mean, can I do a second free plug? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Disciple Threads. I don't know if you, they got some pretty, pretty cool swag. Um, oh my goodness, we I've, need to. I've ordered a grip of shirts from them, but anyways. But no, yeah, I mean, for like, anyways, I, I, I think if you if you if you've gotten if you've gotten the vaccine, you know you have graphene oxide in your body. You know, if you do any any God. sort of deep dive on geo you will soon understand that you want this out of your body as fast as possible. And so you need to get aggressive with it. You need to take your health into your own hands because, you know, you've, you've, you've come into an agreement with a um, organization that is, in my, in my opinion, my, my firm opinion, Mm -hmm. they are, trying to sterilize and depopulate the world whoa 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 that's a big statement we have to i mean look at when you look at what's happening the results of it it would say that you know say what it would it would i think where you're going with this is that Depopulation? Yeah, the vaccine is going to have negative side effects. Is this is this a trial run, or do you think that this is actually changing no. your DNA? To, is it maybe so, a, a pre? So when you talk about or? mRNA, like okay. this is this is the so if you look at mRNA, like they've just injected you with a DNA deleting and manipulating um, serum, right? And so when when you talk about future, the future of big pharma medicine as we know it is all going to be surrounded by this umbrella of mRNA. They are right. going to be basically That's downloading. The new gold standard. It's kind of like you've got the software now, 
now you need an update. Now you need an update. And what they're doing is they are they're playing God with you. And in the meantime, they're deleting you. And like I said, when you talk about, you know, DNA, I fully believe that our names are written in our DNA. You know, and I don't know how much mRNA you want to inject into your system that will erase who you are and your identity that you have as an image bearer of of God. I don't fully disagree with that. I, I think when you look at who, like the who and the CDC, is behind the pushing of the vaccine, right? Uh, and that would be like Gates is one of them. He's the chairman of the who. And Fauci is related to Melinda Gates. Uh, and his wife even got a spot in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all part of a group, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them. And their agenda, yeah, is, I mean, since Planned Parenthood, depopulization, um, what do they call it? When you, they want to wipe out a race. Yeah, genocide. Eugenics. Yeah. That's where it Let me ask you this. Uh, do you believe in the Lamb's Book of Life? Yes. Do you believe that your... What is the Lamb's Book of Life? That's God's book where before you were even thought of, he wrote your name down mm-hmm. for being his. You're predestined to be his. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't, I don't book, disagree. A book in heaven. Yeah. All right. It's and when you, place your, when, you, when you place your faith in Christ and you receive his uh, offering of forgiveness for your sins on the cross and you know all all the things that we would we would say are markers of being converted or or we place our faith in Christ we know that our lambs our names are written in that in the lamb's book of life so do you think that that name is the name that your parents gave you or yeah, even the social security <laughs> number that the uh, American government gave you. I don't think it's the social. I think that your name, that's an interesting Nick question. John, Nick Johnson is right. a pretty common name. I bet mm. you you might even find a few with your middle name as well. Yeah. So I, I, think you're, I think you're bigger than that. Oh, hello. <laughs> we had a... Always. Our a janitor sh- every week, man. She is desperate we should, we to get on here. We should just bring him in. <laughs> we should do a segment with him. Come on, sit down. How's your week? Uh, I'm not gonna say anyway. It would be great. It would anyway. Be great. She looked like a Maria. I was gonna say, come in, Maria. Uh, <laughs> she looked like one. Would uh, I'm anyway. I'm gonna uh, quote some scripture here. This is Revelations thirteen eight, and all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb was slain. Oh, who was slain? Sorry. Boom. So okay, Nick, you were spot so, on, man. You nailed it. Yeah. Better than I would have. So my 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 point is that you know God knew us before we were created. He gave us a marker. He gave us identity. Our he DNA. Gave us, he gave us our, our DNA. marker, right? DNA, it would not yeah. be your name. It would not be your social. It'd be who you are, right? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know for sure that that would be our name. But I know it's so individual that there's no two, even if you're twins, there's mm-hmm. no two, you know, I, people that have the same exact. So DNA. you're going with this, which is your DNA is basically written in the. I mean, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it very well could be. I mean, think about how unique you are and what makes you who you are. The book of the life of the lamb. So, so do do you, if you alter that name, would you say that now you're not in there? I would say that, you know, we know that as we degenerate as man, you know, that we lose. We know that we lose parts of our DNA. You know, we get older, we age, right? Um, but Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's That's true. Fascinating. It's true. Wow. But I would say that uh, the mark of the beast... In my opinion, if if you guys are in the timeline that most Christians, what in the world is that? Is that like a rat or something so, in the walls? Like there's <laughs> someone typewriting 
in a wall. <laughs> Dude, we need a new studio. Uh, yeah. I think I'm yeah. seriously, I think we should we should think about that. Anyway. Let's get Marine. <laughs> <laughs> She's scratching Talk on the wall. It. Cursing us. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't say that. Um no, but I, I do think that as far as like what I can grasp that uh, that is a big part of who we are. And obviously, that's all flesh, right? Oh, it's outside. That's all of the flesh. You know, our DNA uh, is of the flesh. But I do believe that the the spiritual realm, we have an identity too. I don't mm -hmm. know what that looks like. Yeah, you know, no but kidding. I would say that the, the spiritual us is uh the dna is a manifestation of of the spirit how how much do we know about the spiritual world i mean it seems like gosh it feels like a stretch i feel like i should know more but i really don't know that much so it's important it's crucially important have you ever prayed for eyes to see have i said uh, no i don't think i've ever used those words or express it in that way ears to hear so in my opinion that's something that we all need to be praying for is for eyes to see um not that we want to see demons in the demonic spiritual realm per se but we need to be able to to know what um maybe something that's manifesting in the flesh in the world in the material world of what spirit these things are. And when we're just going about our lives completely blind, we don't know whether we could be entertaining something evil or entertaining an angel or something. But if we, I, I think that we need to be asking God for eyes to see. I, I mean, I go a couple steps further. I say, give me eyes to see, mm -hmm. give me ears to hear, give me a heart to feel, and give me hands to serve and to do and feet to go. I wish I had so, like glasses I could throw on and I could see the spiritual world, dude. you know, and then see a demon and just like break out my holy water. Piss off, demon. Piss off, Get demon. out of here. Oh, God, that'd be scary. God, that'd be. Have you seen the movie cool. They Live Insidious? with Rowdy oh. Rowdy Piper? <laughs> no. Okay, dude, you got to you gotta watch the movie. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. All right, I'm going to put on my homework. They Live. That's what it's called. It's a 1980s like B movie with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Do you know who that is? No. Oh my gosh! You. you I've didn't heard watch the name. It. I've heard the name. WWF. Like it's like the original. Okay. Um, anyway, like the, there's this um, there's this Nick, church. Nick's dude, it's a church. Right <laughs> it's a church that 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 all of a sudden like all these boxes are being brought into this church. It's like post apocalyptic, right? Uh, people are living in the streets and. Anyway, uh, he breaks into the church. He's like, what's going on here? And he puts these, he takes these sunglasses. They're just boxes oh and boxes gosh, of just sunglasses. Oh my just a sunglass analogy. Right? I'm not kidding you. So he puts on the sunglasses <laughs> and all of a sudden he sees the world different. Like yes. he can see, he can see the, the, the demons, the controllers and all the signs that, that say something nice and pleasant. When he puts the glasses on, they read completely different hmm. for their, for their real intent. Right. And uh, wow. it's it's actually good. I mean, it's a little cheesy, but you know, of course, it's eighties. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, that'll be fun. To but watch. I mean, seriously, if you it, anybody listen to this for what it's worth, you need to be praying for eyes to see. If you're if you're a, a sold out like Jesus loving Christian, ask for eyes to see, because. You know, I, I mean, I see it all over the place. Just people, people going about their lives and they, they, um, they have a faith in Christ, a salvific faith in Christ, but they're just blown around by, by everything. And, um, it's because they, they're not actually seeing, they're not, nobody, nobody in church right now is training people um how to interact with the holy spirit that's in you right mm -hmm. like how are you ever going to trust what the holy spirit's saying if you're just told read your bible where is it in scripture and i'm not saying those are bad things because right. i spend a lot of time in scripture but 
if if we don't ever step out in faith, if we don't ever take steps of faith that press against the box that we want to put God in. Okay, then, so, so on that note, I would say, Holy Spirit-wise, I feel like my gut is my Holy Spirit, you know? That, I, feel like I mean, in, in many ways, it could be. And this is where I'm saying you need to test the Spirit. So that's biblical. You know, if your gut is telling you, hey, you know, I need to stay away from this guy, then, you know, step out in faith and say, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping away from this guy. Or it's if, usually the opposite. It's usually yeah, like, exactly. You need to so, talk to this so guy. So, dude, you just, just do it. Just, you just do need, it. Even just start a conversation. It doesn't, you know, just engage and talk with this person. That's usually where it's at. Yeah. So it's like, I'll take the breakfast burrito and. Hey, uh, you know, I, I noticed um, you got a piece of flair on there. What's that all about? And just open up a conversation, you know? I think you got to discern whether it's your heart or your flesh mm-hmm. or the spirit, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. And that would be uh, like someone once, I, I heard someone say, uh, <clears throat> I think God wants me to get a divorce. They want me to separate, right? And I was like, God's telling you that? I mean, they truly fully believed this. I mean, this is I a feel Christian like, I've known I feel my like whole life. myself, I can easily distinguish between the flesh and well, that's you know, good. the Holy Spirit. I know that where they went to discern this was the first place of this, the decision-making triangle, and at the top is what's God's word say about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. To, it's a triangle. Go ahead. Yeah, it is a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, no, so I'm, what does God I'm, say? I'm and then bottom left would be um you pray about it right what is god telling you in your prayer life and then three is the door open can you actually Mm -hmm. do this thing do you want to do this thing and that one comment got filtered out right obviously the first point which is where in god's word would that be aligned with the character of god if god hates divorce why would he tell you to get a divorce Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say when when discerning is it your gut is your heart or is it the spirit is it in line with God's word would be the first discerning factor. Mm-hmm. I, you know, in regards to like whether you feel confident that your gut is telling you uh, what the spirit is telling you. And I'm, I think that we learning to be able to trust that is critical. And the only way you can do that is to step out in faith and do something about it. It's um, hard. And it's hard to step out. It's feet. very hard, but yeah. I'll tell you what, if you do it, it's rewarding. If you do it, you will manifest some fruit. And if it's fruitless, then you know, okay, dude, I maybe this maybe this wasn't of God or maybe God's just looking to see if you're willing. Like that's the thing. It's one thing for him to be for him to be speaking to you all the time, which I believe he does. Mm-hmm. It's another thing for for you to take that, um, wow, dude, I'm tripping. <laughs> I thought the music was keying up. I again, did too. But it's the oh, freaking back. Oh my gosh. I'm like, uh, is there angels singing in the background? What's going on? <laughs> um, but my, um, I, I don't know. I guess my, my feeling is, is if, if you step out in faith and you do it with the right heart and you're mm-hmm. trusting God, then you will manifest some fruit from that, and uh, sometimes you might get smacked in the face. I'm not. I'm not lying. You could get smacked in the face, and that still doesn't mean it wasn't of God. Okay, I got something here. I was talking to a guy on Friday. Okay, and I was telling him about a friend of mine um, who actually got me to get back into the church, which was a huge. Uh, move for my faith. Um, love this guy, and and I I can almost break down into tears right now. Uh, because um, he relapsed on um, drug addiction and basically walked away from his wife, his kids, and is now. Literally, last time I spoke with him, which was probably a few months ago, was um, 
homeless. the beach, beach of Long Beach in a mm. tent kind of, you know, that kind of situation where he's just in the drug, you know, world. And uh, it's, yeah, it's so sad. But the thing was, is like, um, I fought so hard to try to get him back on track because he helped bring me back into my faith like so or into faith i should say you know i was younger i knew of christ but i didn't really have a really deep relationship with him many 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 years of nothing and then in 2014 um i found myself in the church um i actually hired him as an employee and and on his interview he was talking about um his uh life in Christ and I was important to him. And usually you don't talk about politics and you talk about religion, right? Especially in a job interview. And, uh, and I just felt like, you know, I, I'm going to take a chance on this guy and just go with it. And, and it was great. Um, fantastic employee, but also, um, he kept peppering me about, you know, uh, his church and, you know, and trying to, you know, get me to go occasionally. And it, and, uh, so you finally anyway, did. So so finally I, I and it, decided And it changed your life. So finally I went on a search engine, found my own church on my you know, me prideful, I gotta find my own church. And uh so I told him I'm going to church on Sunday and he's like, Well, which one are you going to? And I was like, Oh, it's just this is a little place called, you know, the well and so he's like, Oh, I know all the people over there, I'll introduce you, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, he did and uh I had this connection with him. I was bond with him from that to get me back into the church. And I wanted church to be every day after that first day. I mean, I was so like on fire for Christ. Right. And, um, and then after what happened to him, uh, it was devastating to me and I felt compelled to continue to engage, continue to strive, continue to try to bring him back into the fold. And, um, I mean, I, I, I don't want to talk, you know, like bolst myself, but I mean, like I really, dude, I know really pushed Mm -hmm. hard. You did. Uh, the thing is, is like, so I'm talking to this guy on Friday, sorry, it's a long way to put this, but I talked to this guy on Friday, uh, about, um, how I feel like, like this sense of like, um, responsibility or like, you know, like uh, to be a brother in Christ obligation. Thank you. And, uh, he mentioned that, you know, not everybody who leads you to Christ is going to, um, be a, uh, a a born again believer. And he mentioned Shay Sumlin and how Shay Sumlin came into faith which mm-hmm. is Jessica Simpson's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that story? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, that's exactly it. Is he was at a party, was talking to him. It was either, it was a party or, a, oh no. So Shay Sumlin was this, a pastor from Texas that he yeah. came out to the well and that's how we probably know him. He, he was the one who taught residency. Yes. When Drano. Very, very strong faith guy, knows his stuff, mm-hmm. right? Well, very respectable Yep. And then he, the guy that mm. led him to Christ, eh. <laughs> I like shit. I'll, well, you know, I will say, because he's never going to listen We're to We're all sinners. Nobody's perfect. No. But I did, I was very skeptical when I see that, mm. when I saw that black square go up, like the yeah. immediate, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was that? Virtue signaling. Yeah. It was like, you don't even know, you couldn't know what's yeah. going on. Either way, so off topic. But yeah, yeah. But he, <laughs> long story short, Jessica Simpson's dad ended up on the beach getting ready to blow his brains out. He was, there were sexuality questions that he had. There was a lot. And Shay found himself preaching the gospel to him. And he was, but, but didn't Shay Sumlin bring him into Christianity? No, he was a pastor. He was that a guy, pastor. That guy was a pastor. Who, who was? Jessica Simpson's dad, right? Right. He taught okay. Shay. And he taught Shay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he was like a mentor to him. He was, yeah, he was essentially his seminary pastor. One yes. of. Okay. Yeah. And here we are. We find that he goes astray yeah. and he's ready to blow his brains out. We got, uh, we got uh, <laughs> Jessica Simpson, who's. 
So Jessica Simpson is, uh, you know, she's a great singer in the church. She's starting to um, sprout and they're talking about putting her in the entertainment industry. And so they do that. And, um, and next thing you know, she's posing a little risque, little things like that. And, and um, so people are reaching out to even Shay's reaching out to Jessica Simpson's dad's like, Hey, you know, like, um, chicken of the sea is this not chicken. tuna. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. She's, you know, um, th- she's becoming of this world. Like things are going off the rails a little bit. Oh no, it's the entertainment industry. This is how it is, you know? And, um, and next thing you know, the guy's looking to, you know, blow his brains out. Right. And so, um, he loses himself and I have no clue where he's at today. Um, but, uh, it's just crazy to see that God move people into your life to bring you to Christ. And then yet those people, I have no idea what they're, if they're going to be saved or they're so, you know, self-visity. What is that? Uh, is there a for that? <laughs> I like it. Saved. Dude. Yeah. Um. What their so, salvific status is. Yes, thank you. Which only God knows, right? Um, but uh, it's like uh, this internal struggle with like, but this guy led me, you know, I have to fight tooth and nail to the death. Where, so Shay brought this up. Where I heard the story was from Shay in residency and what he was talking oh, you about. You might know this well, well more than me because I, I heard it from you, another dude. Yeah, you're saying all the details, right? But where he brought it up was, um, no one saves you. You don't save you. Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. changes your heart. And literally you couldn't believe in God without God giving you the ability to believe in him. Uh, and we were talking about it in Romans because it's not about this eloquent delivery of the gospel that saves people. And he furthered this story by saying he went to China to share the gospel on a mission didn't know what he was saying, botched it completely. And the girl said, yes, I want to accept Christ. And uh, he said, are you sure? (laughs) Do you even know what I said? (laughs) And it's not your words or who the person is that saves. I mean, how many people come to Christ at Joel Osteen's church? Yeah, exactly. Or, or how many Catholics are truly saved, Right. you know? And I'm, I'm saying that today, I believe that there are plenty of them. You know, I think God changes their hearts and that's it. Yeah, I mean, God can use, God can use a donkey. That, you know? That's the best example right there. You know, but I don't know. I, 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 I do, I do like your heart for the guy who led you to Christ. But man, you know, we, we have to um, understand that you know, and I know how much you sold out for the guy to the tune of a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, a lot of time. A lot. a lot of prayer, yeah. you know, and I commend you for it. But like, I, I think probably somewhere in the process, God was probably not wanting you to bear that burden. Like, you know, you're doing more than he's willing to do for himself. And I, I kind of feel like I know that feeling where I just want the people that I see suffering in my life because they they don't put the time in they don't take the time to acknowledge or even to know god and you see the the outworkings of that in their life and you want to just come in and you know sometimes you want to grab by the shoulders and just shake it and shake them and say hey get your shit together you know come on like i told you how to do that showed you how to do this this is what we do um but ultimately it's that heart issue and you know, we, we have to, we have to make a willful choice in the process of, of serving God, of knowing God, of loving God with our lives. Um, you know, I, I know that I, it's just my opinion and I can't back this up with scripture. So, but I am going to say it nevertheless, that, that I believe that there's no mistakes in creation, that every human being born of man has immeasurable value to God. And um, yet 
he knows that there are some that will willfully reject him and um and that's not the heart of god to want that but um i don't know i i just you know i've known so much because of my indoctrination into the theological principles of the bible but i haven't gotten it myself from reading scripture that um that um that you're damned if you're damned and you're saved if you're saved. You know what I mean? It's Romans 8, predestination. People hate to hear it. The elect. Yeah, you're elect. You're, yeah. you're either, and there is no going backwards. There is no losing your salvation. There's no gaining it by yourself. Man. Yeah. And I, you know, I I, I, just, I would agree. I would agree with, uh, with the principle of predestination, but... I, my heart can't reconcile it with the heart of God that I that I know, and so um, I'm willing to think that I may not be com- in complete understanding of what Paul was writing to the Romans. Um, was that exactly what he meant? And and you know whether you believe in predestination or not is not a salvation issue. I know that the Bible mentions predestination. I don't know if it's a great word. I almost feel like God foreknows that's his it. children. That's the word that's in there is he foreknew. And I think that God in his that's, omniscience knows and he knows how it's all right. going to play out. It's and but it's he, the it's the message of predestination that right. I feel like you know when you when you start to believe in things in principles or theological principles. Yeah about uh, predestination, what it can actually create in an individual such as myself or, yeah. or other people is this ability to disengage from those around you because what is, is, and what isn't, isn't. And, and that is not the heart of God. No. And I mean, you just said it. That's not the heart of God to do that. It could trigger that. It, it would, you would here okay so if you're saved you're saved if you're not you're not and we're all predestined so what's the point of going on a mission mm-hmm. what's the point of sharing the gospel mm-hmm. the point is people are going to become saved and god's plan will be realized and unfold how he sees it when you and your obedience do what he said which is go share mm-hmm. the people that are predestined to hear will would theoretically not be saved if todd was disobedient God knows how it's going to unfold either way. And he said to do it. He said to share done joyfully. Yeah. And, you know, our obedience to Christ will reap rewards for us, you know, and, and, and if we don't go, then, then those rewards are for the people that will. But, um, you know, I just, I feel like I'm in a place right now where, um, the church has been off in so many dang ways. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I hesitate to give them the place of, um, of my theology anymore because they have, in a sense, led me astray into, uh, I mean, <clears throat> if you look at what we've all been through, you know, we can, we can now look in hindsight and say, okay, yeah, God was not leading these men of God. So uh, let's let's not put them back up on that on that pedestal, and and knowing that they're just regurgitating the same uh, the same ideologies of their seminary training, brainwashing, whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm um, I'm like I'm I'm doing my, the the diligent work myself to try to understand the Bible, and I'm asking God to reveal it to me, not through man or not through theology i want to know through scripture what it's saying and i so i i don't on its face agree with uh the dogmatic point of view that dallas theological seminary says about this or that i i'm gonna say i don't know okay i'm willing to be humble enough to say i don't know but if i read it in scripture and i and i humbly take it before god and he says this actually is what i mean what i'm meaning here then I can receive that. I can I can take that in, but you know, 
trying to take this advice from a bunch of people who, you know, who can't, who, who've proven themselves to be incompetent as leaders in a church. I, I can't imagine, you know, like turning over any more authority to them anymore. What about guys like Spurgeon or, you know, A.W. Tozer? Ooh, okay, Rob, Tozer. Zacharias, I just got done talking I mean, about. they're dudes. <sighs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about Ravi. Uh, yeah. Say what? Ravi Zacharias is another one. Well, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, uh, we can talk I mean, about it, but answer. Well, Ravi, I, I remember a story Ravi told about sharing the word of God. We were talking about that earlier and how how you might get smacked in the face and think, God, well, maybe you didn't call me to talk to him, right? So he, he has this conversation where he's sharing, he's sharing the testimony of God with a person in a library, and um, and he just outright rejects them and basically tells them off. And uh, he held a conference in that town. And uh, later on that uh, that evening, some dude approached him and was like, you didn't see me, but when you were telling that librarian or that clerk behind the desk in the library um, about Christ, I was underneath the counter uh, working, you know, whether it was doing paperwork or whatever, you didn't see me, but I heard you and I received Christ and that's why I'm here today. so like sometimes even when you're when you're taking that step of faith and going out and doing you may not know exactly you might find it to be initially fruitless but then I think that God will confirm and anyway that's yeah. how John Piper was saved with there's a radio on he was in he was going to be a doctor he was in the hospital room he heard a sermon from a guy became saved became John Piper never met the guy who quote unquote led yeah, him yeah. to Christ but yeah, you just you you don't know who's going to hear this podcast and who's going to be affected by it, or or whatever you do. I'm going to mm-hmm. give a book recommendation. Oh, Tozer, Pursuit of God, Ravi Zacharias. He knows me. Todd knows me. Come it on. is. It's Tozer, The Pursuit of God. It's like mm. gold, man. I could open that book up, and it really is gold. Just and you know what? Tozer was the blowing. biggest critic of the American church. Wow, I didn't if you read that. any of his writings, he is the biggest, harshest critic of the American church. Mm. I didn't and this like, was like him in at first. the 60s. I love him. What's that, Nick? I, oh, I right. didn't like him yeah, at first. That's right. You uh, didn't. Yeah, we I had a full that. on debate about that yeah. book in particular. Well, I didn't like you at first either. <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> oh, my God. Did something change I'm unaware of? <laughs> I do. Yeah. That book for me is just like I had some good theological you know, foundations. But when I read that book, it was just like, and I feel like it needed that first. I needed, you know, good theology before I could really absorb the depth that he takes it to. And the, and it's a little bit of tougher read. I mean, it's, you know, it's from 1910. I think. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) you know, but I'll tell you, it is just gold. Oh my gosh. It's very hard to digest. I wouldn't say that it's off by any means. It was just the way he says it. Yeah, it, the first like, chapter is rough. After and but you know you stick it through and boom that, that book's an easy. I mean read. you you you'll literally highlight the whole book. That's yeah. that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like every sentence is like mind blowing. I I feel mm. like there was a lot of effort in there, like where he was. Uh, I haven't read the book in a while, so I just remember my biggest gripe with it was there was so much behavioral modification. That's how I read mm. into it. Mm. And I was like, oh, it was all about your behaviors, your behaviors, your behaviors, instead of where your heart's at. Mm. That was like my one complaint. Okay. But then again, I was literally going through residency when I read it. And it was actually polar opposites. So mm. yeah, it's worth a read either way, though. Yeah, for sure. I'm good. All, all right. right, Brian, let, take us out with something mind-blowing. Come on. What do we do with all this information? <laughs> no, don't look at me. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, no, I, I got nothing. I could, I could tell you a bad joke, and it's a bad joke. I mean, well, before the joke, I would just encourage people to pull yourself away from whatever study you're doing. Not, don't stop doing your study, but kind of go out and challenge what you're reading. You know, like I, what you're talking about with pastors and kind of what what they've fed versus what you're doing now. I likened it in my head to like you being fed tuna fish versus mm-hmm. you're going and you're like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to jump in the river, bite a fish with my mouth or catch it however I need to and kind of figure out what am I eating here. 
and not get all this processed stuff. Right, and right. You, you got healthy enough, it. though, to do it because you did eat the tuna fish. So I, I'm, I'm for tuna fish, but I would say some sashimi is probably better for you. Nice. There so, you go. Love it. All right. That's a wrap. No I joke. to hear your joke, man. Yeah, man. You know, it's terrible. I don't even feel like I can uh, share it forward. It's just I really like that bad. Yeah, no. I want to hear it now. Dude, <laughs> every listener is going to be like, come on, dude, just tell the joke. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can't. Oh, man. I feel terrible even saying it out loud. No, now we hear it. All <laughs> right, fair enough. So, um, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> kicks the bucket goes to goes to the you know the oh. gates right to go in and so does dolly parton at the same time you should feel bad for this yeah i know this is horrible you guys made me do this i'm just gonna remind you okay so both of them are standing there at the gates to go in and um and uh so dolly barton you know um it's like i don't want you to get in and she and they're and uh like well we're not really sure you know and so um <laughs> then she uh takes off her top and she's like look at this perfect pair how could i not get in god loved me you know and uh and then uh, the queen uh all of a sudden just goes right by her and goes in and she's like how's the queen get in and not me and i'm like um oh uh Sorry, I'm, mess, I'm messing this joke up. So, sorry, the, the queen uses the restroom first. <laughs> <laughs> then goes in. It's like, how's the queen go in and not me? It's like, well, um, a, a royal flush beats a pear any day. Wow, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. Whew. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's a great way to wrap up this. <laughs> hey, no, I like it. All right, over now. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>